Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everybody. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful morning. We thank you for the powerful teaching last night. We thank you for the transformation that you are stirring up in all our hearts. For all those that listen to your word and all those that receive your presence. It gives us joy to think, Father, that you are doing a new thing there. And every new one that now believes and gives their heart to you. You give them power to be called sons of God, children of the Most High, the children of your inheritance. One more life has been saved. We thank you, Father, for all those lives that are being saved today as well. As you keep on doing a new thing, you use these tiny little prayer groups all around the world you use the ministry of one person to bring about a massive change in the lives of people. Thank you, Father, for the ways in you work are unknown to us. They are much higher than our ways. And it doesn't have to be a preacher. It doesn't have to be an extremely anointed person. You can use any vessel and reveal your glory through that. We thank you, Lord, for calling us this morning to be here with you, to bless us. And we bless your name. We give you glory. We give you honor as well, Lord. We give you praise, knowing that the Lord in the midst of his people is mighty and he does great and mighty works and wonders. We thank you for the peace. And the joy that you pour into our hearts this day. And you do that every single time we come to you. Every single time you call us. That peace which transcends all understanding. That peace which helps us stay focused on you despite all our problems in life. And that joy which helps complete our faith so that we are able to hold on to that which we have confessed and believed in our heart spoken with our lips until it comes to pass, until its manifestation is seen in the physical. We want to share that same peace and that same joy, Lord, that which you give and no one can take away. With all those, we share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share it with everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians around the world called by your name and have not yet encountered you. They wear a cross on their neck but do not have its impression on their heart. Do not realize what it really means. All those that do not yet have that personal relationship with you, Father. And we are only beginning to learn it now as you reveal more and more of yourself to us and how you work. 
and we share it with all those that have willingly gone away from you, that have chosen darkness over your light, that have chosen false doctrine, that have chosen all kinds of ignorance, that have chosen secularism, that have just chosen everything that works in a direction that is opposite to where you want us to come. And we pray for these, our brothers and our sisters as well, Lord. That they be quickened, that every mountain that stands in their way be cut down, every whale be torn apart. That your glory be revealed to them as well. That we might be partakers in that joy of the heavenly hosts. Every time a new soul has been saved. Every time a person that had chosen that darkness now turns around and gives their heart to you. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The one who makes the parched land a pool of water and the thirsty land springs of water. The God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The one who destroyed our enemy, tall as the cedars and strong as an oak. Yet he destroyed their fruits from above and the root from beneath. This is what your word in 2 Amos verse 9 says. You destroy our enemy from all directions. You do not let them grow either way. When we are in your care, when we are under your wings, that full extent of Psalm 91 is realized in our life. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the Lord, our redemption, the rock, our refuge, the author and finisher of our faith, the lion of Judah, our daily bread. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of life, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light, the spirit of liberty, the spirit of resurrection through whom we are raised from the dead, the one who quickens us and heals us from our backsliding, most importantly, the one who has made his tabernacle within our hearts, God living within us, When he came down upon Jesus at his baptism, Jesus walked in the power of the Holy Spirit. That same power that Jesus carried now lives within us. and gives life to our mortal body. So that when we understand his ways, and when we speak, just like the Father spoke, let there be light and the Spirit moved. The same way he shall move when we now speak our words of faith in accordance with the Father's will. We thank you, Father, for this gift and help us understand what you have really given us when you give us your spirit. You have also given us Jesus through whom we have redemption. The accuser can no longer make us stand in that box of judgment where he could point a finger and say guilty. For you have given us the best advocates in Jesus advocating for us at the seat near at the right hand of the just judge and the Holy Spirit advocating for us here so that when we are given thoughts of guilt, thoughts of shame, it is he who pulls us up and says, no, 
That is not the truth. It is he who reveals to us the freedom that we have through Jesus' sacrifice. The redemption, the price has been paid. We thank you, Father, for the gift of all those that you have placed in our lives to love and care for us. Our family, our friends, this prayer group, and every member that selflessly prays for one another, that intercedes for those they have never seen before and don't even know, people in different parts of the world. We thank you, Father, for the love that you have filled into our hearts, that we are able to step out in that prayer. The love of Jesus, the realm of Galatians 2.20, that the Holy Spirit seeks to make alive in us, that it is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in me. He wants us to come to the fullness of that nature and that character of Christ. That is what work, that is the work that he does within us and patiently waits every time we fall. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your angels and your destiny help us as well. We thank you, Lord, that even in those times where we might fall, you provide that escape for us. This is what your word says. You will not tempt us beyond what we can take. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your love, that you have given us the power of prayer to commune with you, to speak with you at all times. And you have given us the power of your word so that when we understand your principles, when we understand your promises, and when we align our hearts with you, we are able to claim those, believe in our heart and speak it. And it must come to pass. You have given us dominion and authority over everything that is on earth. Help us understand what that truly means and how to harness the, the full extent of its power. That we are able to rise up from our state of misery, from our state of failure, from our state of being accused and guilty, from our state of sin, and to the state of abundance. And unto the state of dominion where we are able to take that war to the enemy camp. We thank you, Father. And as we get in today's reflection, we see that in the last few days we have reflected on the potter and the clay. A powerful series that helped us gain a new perspective on our journey with the Lord. And how as the potter works with the clay in a similar way, we are clay in the hands of the Lord until he molds us into a vessel and prepares us. So today I would like us to reflect on the use of that vessel. When will God use you as a vessel? Coincidentally, Brother Savio has also done a powerful reflection on a topic that is very close to this. There's a fair degree of overlap in what he has reflected on last night and has shared with us as this day's reflection. I'd encourage all of you to go onto the group on Telegram and read it. Now, the Bible talks about different kinds of vessels. 
some to honor, some to dishonor. So there are dirty vessels that are inclined to sin and dishonor. There are cracked vessels that are not dirty but allow bitterness, unforgiveness and ego to creep in. Then there are broken vessels that have crossed the limit of endurance and have buckled. When they've emptied and surrendered themselves, only then can the father turn around that vessel and use it for his glory. We see that like how Peter denied Jesus at the time of his passion. And like us, when all else has failed and we have run out of ideas and options, only then do we surrender. Only then are we broken. Till then we hold on to our pride. We want to be in control of situations. Then there are restored vessels that were broken and are now renewed. And then there are sanctified vessels like those in the temple. Like when we are saved, the Bible says we become sanctified. And then there are chosen vessels. He said many are called, but few are chosen. And he pours his spirit into them for use by the master. The question here is, what type of vessel are you today? Now, for God to use us, the first thing to remember at all times is that we are only a vessel, a container. The power lies in what is poured into that vessel, what the vessel carries. The power is not in the vessel itself. We must remember this very clearly at all times. Never make the mistake of thinking you are performing miracles. That only brings pride and a downfall. Where God withdraws his presence from you. Because he cannot coexist in a vessel that carries pride. It will be to your own detriment. We are only vehicles or containers to carry the power, to carry the glory. We are not the source. Or we are not the glory itself. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Except the Lord build the house, they that they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wakes, stays awake, but in vain. So understanding and accepting the fact that it all comes from him, we must submit to God. And this calls for obedience, discipline, and humility. The watchman must still keep watch, but acknowledge the fact that the Lord protects his city. Likewise, us, where we watch over our homes, our families, our assets, our belongings. And we always pray that we cover it in the precious blood of Jesus, and we speak protection over all of these areas of our life. We are like that watchman, but we must acknowledge that the Lord protects it. Proverbs 16 verse 9 says, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. So the answer here is, always give glory to God. 
pass it upwards. Do not hold it to yourself, lest pride comes in and brings a downfall. The highest level of humility is demonstrated by the 24 elders as shown in Revelations 4 verse 10. It says, they fall down before him, worshipping the Lord, and then they lay their crowns before the throne. Have you laid your crowns, all your crowns, when you go into worship? Or are we just worshipping by kneeling down on our knees, but still wearing our crown on our head, still wearing our pride, all our achievements? our money, our house, our title, our cars. And whatever it is that you are congratulated for or that which makes you proud, every crown, have you laid it all before him? If not, then there is still pride in us. God cannot coexist and there is pride. If we want to carry his glory, we have to give it up. And one of the best ways, from what I have heard one of the preachers say, and that is what he does in his personal place of prayer. To stay away from that pride. He follows the exact example of these 24 elders. He takes everything that is considered an achievement in his life including his wallet, including his property papers, including his bank books or credit cards, including everything that people clapped for for him. And when he worships the Lord in his personal prayer, lays prostrate flat on the ground, he places all of these things beside him. In as if to say, you too, that are a source or could be a source of my pride, you too must worship the Lord along with me. He is laying down all his crowns in front of God and saying, God, all of this is because of you and I lay it before you. And I thought that is a good way for us to maintain and to go further down into humility. The way up is the way down like Brother Vivek often teaches us. The next thing is dependence on God, trusting on him and not leaning on our own limited carnal understanding. That's Proverbs 3 verse 5. Psalm 23 verse 5 says, He anoints your head with oil and then your cup, your vessel runs over. It overflows. That anointing must come first and can only come when we submit to him totally, when we depend on him. Not when we think I can handle this on my own. I have the qualifications, the money, the networks, the capabilities, the skills. His power is made perfect in our weakness, not in our strength. That is why he says in Joel 3.10, let the weak say, I am strong. There's a deep hidden mystery in those words. Let the weak say, I am strong. Psalm 34 verse 5 says, They looked unto him 
and their faces were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. We have to be in a receiving mode at all times, learning and growing. He ignites the fire in us, but the amount of light must keep growing. That comes from the anointing and the amount of revelation that we carry through the word. As the word becomes more and more real to us, more concrete within us. As the amount of light through his anointing grows in us. For us to be carriers of God's glory, we must first be a true child of God and live a life of holiness. And that's when his light shines through us. We become, like Jesus said, a city set on a hill. We become the light of the world. And when that light is bright enough, then anywhere you go, darkness must automatically disappear. And its effects that are curses, sickness, barrenness, shame, all of those must depart. No matter how long that darkness has been there, even if it was for years, one second of illumination through this light can dispel all that darkness that was long-standing in people's lives. Burden that they have been carrying for years, gone when they come in contact for one second with this light. And you can be the carrier of that light. And as we saw yesterday from 2 Timothy 2 verse 21, the more Christ-like we become in character and nature, the more suitable we are. That is, until we reach that realm of Galatians 2.20, it is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in me. So it is no longer my sinful self, but everything that I have is now in the image and likeness that God the Father created me in. The image, the character, the nature, the likeness of Jesus my Christ. The more aligned we are to his will by taking on that character, the more is he able to use us. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And we ask for that grace for each of us, I pray, that on our spiritual journey with you, Father, and as you reveal your teaching, your word to us, as you reveal more and more of the nature of Jesus to us, we are able to take on that nature. We are able to purge and leave behind our baggage, leave behind all that was of iniquity in our nature and our character, to cut it out of our lives, to not conform to the ways of the world, but to look to Jesus and be transformed by renewing our mind. To present ourselves as a living sacrifice. That we might then become, through that dependence on you, a vessel meet for the master's use. A vessel that can be a glory carrier. One submitted to you totally. That can then carry that light. And be a blessing not only to our family, our communities, but to the nations. That you are able to work your way and your will through us. 
We thank you, Father, as we ask for that edification in our spirit. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends and all requests that have been put on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, especially the COVID virus. For all those that are hospitalized, that are battling life-threatening sicknesses, all those that will undergo surgeries. We pray for all families that are part of this prayer group and every family around the world. For your divine protection through your precious blood, Jesus. We speak a covering of that precious blood over their lives. And all of those that have not yet seen the light, that have not yet received your salvation, Lord. We ask for a quickening in their spirit. At this time, we also remember all those that are part of our families and friends that fall in that group. That their eyes be opened to see you and their steps be turned towards you. That they make that decision in their heart like the prodigal son. I will arise. I will arise this day. We thank you, Father, for all such transformations that are taking place this day. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds as well in their lives, including poverty, including busyness, including prayerlessness, including addictions, including all sorts of compulsive behaviors and mental disorders. And we reflect on our own personal lives, just as Brother Vivek has taught us yesterday. We reflect in the light of Deuteronomy chapter 28 to see all those things that are working on our life. And we ask of you, Father, through your grace to reveal to us the areas of disobedience. That we are able to make amends, that we are able to come to repentance. To invoke your mercy. Knowing and remembering the principle that you have given us. That a humble and a contrite heart you will not despise. That is all we need to do and engage in our place of prayer. And you will not ignore. But we ask for that grace, Lord, to reveal to us that dark area of our life that must receive this light today. We pray also for all our personal intentions, those of our families. We pray in a special way for all those that are struggling with their jobs. All those that are jobless this day. All those that, are there, that have taken up lower end jobs just to have some money coming in their house. Those that have lost the ones that they were working for. All those that are struggling and suffering in their current jobs and yet are holding on to it for dear life because it pays their bills. Even though they are not happy, yet it pays their bills. We ask, Lord, for your mercy. And we speak a creation of new opportunities in the spirit by the power of prophecy. In the name of Jesus, we prophesy over their lives these new opportunities that come to them. Let those be revealed this day. That they are able to take advantage of that grace that the Father makes available. We thank you, Lord, that you show them your way. You are doing a new thing in their lives this day. 
We pray also in a special way for all those that are contemplating suicide abortion. All those that are suffering, that are marginalized, those that are refugees, those that are victims of abuse, those that are victims of racism, victims of bullying, those that are being marginalized on account of not having taken the COVID vaccine, the new form of racism that is hitting us, Father. We ask for your mercy and your grace to cover each of these. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Especially those that need your quickening, Lord. That they might come to the understanding of who you are. And might give their heart to you. To their Father. Might receive their salvation. But thank you, Father, that you have heard us. When we raise our eyes up to heaven with faith in our heart, you always hear us. And when we speak that faith through our words. You move and you convert and transform every hopeless situation into one that is illuminated by your presence. Into one where your favor is at work. There, there is a breakthrough in their lives. We thank you, Father, for all those breakthroughs that take place this day as we release our prayer in faith. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we unite our spirit with that of the Holy Spirit to be one spirit and make it our prayer of agreement. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues, please take your leap of faith. Unmute your mic and speak and ask him to take over your tongue. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sadakia, Shandapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Yes, 
This morning as we were praying, the Lord showed me this vision. Even though each of us are separated physically, he showed as we were praying this morning, we were to all together spiritually in like an upper room. And we were joined by all the choirs of angels, millions and millions of them. And they're all praying in unison with us. And Jesus was in the middle, in his splendor and in his glory. And as we were praying, he was turning around to each one of us listening. The scripture, and, and he imprinted, he said, I want you to imprint this image on your heart. It was such a, a glorious image, each one of us. The scripture I was given is Titus 2, 11 to 15. For the grace of God has appeared for the salvation of all men, training us to renounce irreligion and worldly passions and to live sober, upright and godly lives in this world, awaiting our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all iniquity and to purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. Declare these things, exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible verses that I am led to are from or inspired to are from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 7 to 9, where it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, 
nor of me his prisoner but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of god who has saved us and called us with an holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given us in christ jesus before the world began amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus if anyone else is receiving any message from the lord please feel free to unmute and speak or you can even type it in the chat box the lord says i am the alpha and omega the beginning and the end i am your good shepherd i am with you always until the end of the age i am jehovah jireh jehovah rohi jehovah shalom jehovah sidkenu i am your all in all come my beloved enter into the deep recesses of my sacred heart honor my blessed mother have recourse to our patron saint joseph as this is his year continue to pray to him through him for the reconciliation of families worldwide your enemies we lost the amen sorry we lost that last bit linet could you please okay. repeat that sorry where did you hear to i think from your enemies okay okay um i the enemy rose rose around like a roaring lion the, the prowler the deceiver to deceive the hearts of the innocent my people if if you call upon my name humble yourself as per 2 chronicles 7 verse 14 i will come with my peace with my deliverance with my holiness just as i call jeremiah as a young man in jeremiah 1 verse 5 i'm calling each one of you each one of you to be a prophet to be a chosen priesthood a royal priesthood i have given you all authority as per luke 10:19 i am very pleased with the with this group and this my people and the anointed leaders in brisbane and i pour my unprecedented blessings my overflowing blessings of peace of joy of unity and especially upon miss shanine and vivek and russell and also a lady named daphne daphne i don't know who she is but the lord knows and everyone all the ministries and i am making you flourish and i'm making i'm opening the doors wide the doors of that particular place where you worship that particular church is being blessed tremendously and the priest and i am making this my tabernacle my my dwelling place come come oh, come and enter into that sacred side that side upon which peter rested upon which 
John rested, upon which Matthew and all my disciples rested. The banquet is large and everybody is welcome. You, my people, go out and bring forth all those who are sick, who are suffering. Speak my word to my people. Have patience with them. The youth especially are drowning, are being taken away by addiction and all kinds of onslaughts. Look into your own families. Help those who, are, who require the depressed, the oppressed. These are trying times. But if you have faith, if you continue, if you persevere the way you are doing right now under the wise leadership of all those who have joined together, including the priest, including the holy bishops, I myself have called you to be a prophet and prophetesses to the nations. Come, drink from my heart, sit in my presence in the blessed sacrament. Each one of you, I am calling you, each of these 20 people are. 20 persons are anointed, have been anointed, especially today at this very moment. I don't know the time in Australia right now, but for me, it's 4.45 p.m. and I'm sitting in my car. I've just returned from work and the, God, the Lord gives me the grace to speak to you right now. And this is, and I never expected that he would be using the mouthpiece of a, of a lady in Toronto to speak to people in Brisbane, 20 20 people, so many kilometers away, but it is not me. I just, I know for sure it is not me because this, I had never expected it would be such a long message, but, but he does say, I love you, my people. I love you. Look at me on the cross and I'm calling each one of you to spend more time before the Holy Sacrament, before the tabernacle where I reside night and day, waiting anxiously for my people to return. My people, you have a big mission before you and I've already prepared the way. So do not be afraid. Do not be intimidated. Do not say that you are young because you are, you are jubilant. You are triumphant because I dwell in each and everyone's heart. Read my word, ponder it, digest it, meditate upon it and speak it. Declare it boldly, triumphantly, and you will see victory because I am alive. I am alive in the tabernacle, in the Eucharist, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Please have recourse to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Her heart is torn by the sin of abortion, euthanasia, organ transplanting, human trafficking, all kinds of vices. My people, I am calling you and I'm commissioning you right now, this day, the 28th of January, 2022, to be a fire, to be a blazing fire, to destroy the works of the evil kingdom. But I am also asking you to be prepared because there will be tribulation, there will be persecution from within and from without. So diligently pursue my word, diligently sit at my feet. The best time is the early morning when everybody else is sleeping and slumbering and the world just goes by. You 20 are called a new creation, a royal priesthood, a chosen nation, 
just as I call Moses, just as I call Joshua, just as I call Noah, Elijah, Jeremiah, all the prophets of old, each one of you I'm calling you, Anthony, Kathy, Daphne, Deborah, Edith Nath, Eliza, Flory, Ingrid, Jennifer, Marina, Rufina, Shanin, Sylvia, Tanaka, Tyrell, Vanessa, Vivek, Janeta, and all your family members, your wives, your children, everybody, a big band of royal followers with King Jesus as your head. Remember and meditate upon all that I've spoken today in and through this housewife from Toronto who loves the Lord and his sacred heart and who will be a, a witness to Our Lady of Guadalupe and Our Lady of the Cape. Read more about these two uh, devotions. Our Lady of the Cape, sorry, Cape, Queen of Intercessors. Read and ponder and see what miracles can be wrought through the intercession of Our Lady of the Cape, Queen of Intercessors, and especially have, have a recourse to St. Joseph. He is the slayer of the demons. He is the one. If you have a deep love for St. Joseph in your homes, in your hearts, he will help you conquer. So my people, I leave you with my peace, with my blessings, with my anointing for service, with, and, I, and as I am speaking to your hearts right now, I hope you are digesting what is being said. I hope you are getting the gist of the message. It is basically sit at my feet. Do not make excuses. Do not say, I want to sleep another hour. Do not say, let somebody else do it. Do not say, I'm too weak. I, do, I can't speak. I'm stammering. No, oh, oh. That it will not do. It will not do because the world will suffer if you do not take action. Remember this, I am the great I am. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am your provider. I am your shield. I am your deliverer. And I am leading you into the promised land, the land of milk and honey. Right now, as you all know, my beloved, I am at the throne of the Father. I am the holy priest, the royal Melchizedek. And before my father's throne, I, I am the, the same Jesus who makes intercession, who's crying as I cried with my disciples, as I cried when I saw Lazarus was, was no longer alive, as I shed tears in the desert, in the, as I shed tears and blood fell from me in Gethsemane. Do you remember that, my people? Do you remember how my face sweated? Do you remember me on the cross? Can you see me naked, dying? Can you see my lacerations? Can you? Can you, Shanin? Can you see? Yes, you can, because I, I, I am speaking in your heart, Shanin, and each one of you. I am very pleased with everything that is going on at the moment, but be careful. Be on your guard. Be very, very vigilant, because you know the enemy of your soul. So once again, I leave you with peace, with blessings, with joy, with unprecedented favor, with, with favor to overflowing, as much as your hearts can contain, only trust and believe. Do not despise the teachings of, that I give you through 
anointed speakers like Vivek. And I'm very pleased with the devotion, with the intercessory devotions led by Russell and also the rosary groups and any other groups that are operating through the Brisbane prayer group. I give you all my blessings and I am calling you one step higher. One step higher. Each one discern in your heart what that means. What does one step higher mean? What does excellence mean? What does diligence mean? And in your own hearts as you go around your day to day, write it down. Try to write down whatever has been said, whatever you remember. And I would like to confirm the anointing that the Lord is giving us. I confirm that the Lord has given me the vision of him on the cross with his torn flesh. Right at the current moment, they will become a beautiful vineyard for the Lord. They, you will have vocations, you will have young men, young women going out and spreading the word. So never be afraid, never be afraid for I will deliver my people. I again say it, I leave you with peace, with blessings, with all that your heart desires. Only store my heart in, so store my word in your heart and speak it and declare it and trust and believe. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah unto you. Glory be to you, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat as well. The first one is from Proverbs 18, verse 10, where it is written, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. And the second one is from Isaiah 55, verses 6 to 9, where it is written, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher God than the earth, while he is near. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy... Oh, wait. We have one more. This is from 1 Peter. Well, it looks incomplete. Would you like to unmute and speak it out, Sandra? Because you haven't completed the scripture that you've written there. Yes, brother. Praise the Lord. Um, 
1 Peter 2, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I think Sister Shanine had something more to say. Russell, I'd just like to confirm what Lynette was saying. There was a, a, a great anointing. And yes, I, I'd like to confirm what she said. The Lord has given me a vision of Jesus on the cross and his suffering. And every part of his body was torn. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day. So that as we are blessed, out of that blessing, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone carrying his gospel, to everyone around us, in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Good night and Thank God you. bless. God bless you and everybody. Bye. Bless you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. 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 Thank you.